0: hey what's up guys this is your girl coco from the key can with coco podcast today i have with me two guests jessica and aaliyah from the unlicensed podcast Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go through the formalities before we get started. But if you are new to the show, thank you for tuning in. And if you have been riding with me since day one, you know, I appreciate the continued support. I'm gonna tell you all a little bit about the show. It's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, family or guests come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. And so as I mentioned, I have two fellow podcasters from the Unlicensed Podcast. Aaliyah and Jessica, y'all want to go ahead and say what's up? Hello. <laughs> in unison. <laughs> per usual um, Y'all want to just tell us a little bit about your podcast? Go ahead, Jess.
1: So we started our podcast pretty recently back in October because Aliyah has a degree in criminal justice with a minor in psych. I'm psychology with a minor in counseling, so we both have a really big passion for like not just like mental health awareness, but mental health education and kind of like breaking that fourth wall about topics that like people are uncomfortable talking about mm-hmm. and having conversations that are uncomfortable and things that are necessary to talk about and hopefully give perspective on like gray area that I yeah. think a lot of people avoid. So that's what we do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's very much what we do. I think that is- pretty dope that y'all are interested in that and that you want to spread information about the topic of mental health and be a helping agent to someone else because I think there are so many people out there who probably need therapy that won't go to therapy and sometimes the issues that we don't deal with long term definitely affect us mentally Um, I would definitely say like tune into their podcast get some perspective and hopefully that helps you along the way in your journey to mental health, mental clarity, um, and just learning about yourself. So mm-hmm. we did a little brief intro. So mm-hmm. every show starts with a drink with cocoa and they already drinking. I, I'm, I'm kind of drunk out. I've been drinking the past two weeks. I did <laughs> after the new year, and then it was just like, oh, I can drink again. And your girl was crazy. <laughs> so now I'm tired. But, <laughs> but they are drinking tequila sunrise. So y'all want to just tell everyone, you know, what makes this the drink that you guys recommended today?
1: Oh, it's the tequila. It has to be good tequila. the tequila. It's the tequila. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don Julio. Don Julio. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I am not a tequila drinker. Um, I mean, I love a good margarita. I'll, <laughs> I'll drink something mixed with tequila. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Not my preference to be like shot, shot, shots. <laughs> That's my preference for shots.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I know a lot of people are like, you don't shoot Hennessy, but I'm like, it's smooth to me. So I'll, I'll drink Hennessy. <laughs> <it." laughs> Can't do it. I was just telling like I love Red Bull and I will say I'm very proud of myself. I've not had a Red Bull in 30 days. So <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely choose Red Bull as my chaser. Um mm-hmm. I will do vodka Red Bull, Hennessy Red Bull, Whiskey Red Bull, everything mixed with Red Bull. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a good mixer. It yeah, is a good it mixer. Is good.
0: So, um, but I will definitely be trying out a tequila sunrise. So y'all go ahead and try it out. I'm sure y'all have had it before, but I think like if you just having a girls night, chill night, you know, that's something that y'all could definitely slip on or at dinner, brunch, tequila sunrise it up. So, um, <laughs> So now that we got the Drink With cocoa going, we are going to go ahead and get into the word on the street. And I will say this week's word on the street has been is pretty messy. So we are going to start off with the Tasha K and Cardi B debacle. <laughs> um, there was a lawsuit filed by Cardi B against Tasha K about basically a conspiracy case about her spreading lies and rumors, defaming her character. And they find the case finally closed, and Cardi B won. Tasha K ended up having to pay four almost four million dollars in. Uh, damages and it's just like girl do you really have four million dollars but
1: probably not <laughs> yeah probably
0: absolutely not she sure does not
1: <laughs> not many people have four million dollars that they're like yeah you can have some like,
0: <laughs> right. like she definitely seemed like just you know regular everyday person yeah. um, Very regular. I mean if she got insurance that can cover this type of thing sh- sure you know right. <laughs> but it, um, what it sounds like is she may possibly be filing for bankruptcy and then Cardi B won't get none of that money. That, that's sure she will. Quit fast and file for bankruptcy. Yes. But if you guys didn't know exactly like what all was said and why Cardi B felt the need to file a lawsuit, um, some of the things she was she was saying was that Cardi B was a cocaine user. She was a prostitute. And that she had herpes. Now, (laughs) I I think that is a lot to say about one individual. And what I can say is everyone had a life before wherever they are presently. And even if that was what she was doing, that's what she was doing. She's not doing it anymore. So... I don't understand the the purpose in putting these type of allegations out there.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that will do anything, like the kind of mindset that's like all attention, whether it's bad or good is good attention. No, and, no publicity is bad publicity. Right, and to me, I'm <laughs> like, that's fine, but that stuff like fizzles out, you know? Like there's like all those like drama, like YouTube channels, like the TikTok era now where it's like people want to profit off of like, defaming other people Facts. and to me that's like says a lot about their own character and less about the person that they're trying to like Attack. bring down right like like you were saying like even let's say all that was true yeah like it says a lot more about her character to mm-hmm. like just not even know her you know like why are you talking about her like mm-hmm. I don't know that's just uh, to me I'm like why
0: so for me like even if I do like on my show if I talk about something negative about somebody I don't necessarily say like girl you dumb or you know put these mm-hmm. narratives out there about people I'm kind of just in a space where it's just like I can say I don't agree with your actions and right. basically just put it out there like yeah this is what's going on but I don't feel a need to try and tear anybody down mm-hmm. and so I know Tasha K released a statement after the proceedings and she was pretty much saying like she's always set out to be a leader in media and I'm like girl a leader leader in media you are a leader in mess that's yeah um I will say I don't necessarily pay to like I follow one of her pages on Instagram and she doesn't post she posts on it but it's not the nitty-gritty stuff. Mm-hmm. She has another page, and she wants you to pay. And I'm like, girl, I'm not paying for, for something that somebody else don't post for free. Like, yeah, um, I'm not doing it. Yeah, but from from the things that I do see that she posts, I'm kind of just like, girl, what? So y'all remember when uh, Nene Leaks from The Real Housewives of Atlanta had, she was dating some guy or a picture popped up of her in bed with some young guy and she did a interview with him like what is your purpose or (laughs) there's another show i don't watch this show but it's called love and marriage huntsville or something like that and Mm -hmm. one of the guys was cheating on his wife and she's doing an interview with the mistress like girl what (laughs) Those are the things that I just
2: never understand. Like I try not to watch reality TV just because it's, it's pure mess. Like mm-hmm. no matter how, much, just like, oh, this isn't scripted. It's very scripted. And then it just, then the internet trolls come out and then people yeah. like Tasha Kay end up talking about how Cardi B has herpes and right. yeah. her kids have this disorder or whatever, because of her past. And like I, everyone, of course you can have your own opinion. Yeah, However, just don't be loud and wrong. And if your opinion is something that is also going to tear another person down, just keep it. Put in your group message with your homegirls girls. Do not put it out on the internet and like to the world because now you' about to fall for bankruptcy and mm. you not even have anything.
1: Well, there's a right. difference between having opinion and defamation. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, that's a huge difference stress. between being able to say I don't think like what you said was I don't know morally accurate, and but, you're like, a
2: prostitute, right? And you're and addicted to cocaine. Your like,
1: baby is going to be
0: all kinds. Of Effed up because right. it's x y and z like exactly there's, there's a, there's like, there's a there's big no di- correlation <laughs> big difference there's no correlation yeah definitely a big difference I definitely I mean from the post she made afterwards it didn't really seem like she had learned much from this experience it was kind of just like you know I'm gonna keep doing what I do and you know whatever I admired right. the the want to continue with, with what you are passionate about but I would definitely say maybe Take a step back and reevaluate how you do business because mm-hmm. a, like the things you put out there can definitely, you may be hurting somebody else, but that can always come back to you.
2: Yeah. yeah. What you put out is what you get back. You, oh God, put, said like you put all this negativity out into the world. You're going to get that back. It might not be immediate, but it is coming.
0: Facts. Whenever you least expect it for sure. Facts.
2: So she's um, bankruptcy.
0: It's just, you know, I definitely <laughs> believe she's gonna be filing bankruptcy because <laughs> she does not have four million dollars. Don't have four million What? What kind of insurance do you even have to pay that? <laughs> what? <laughs> so um well, congratulations, I would say, to Cardi B for at least winning her case. Yeah, Whether sure. she reaps the benefits of the financials that she was supposed to receive, we don't know. But Cardi, you're not hurting for no coin, so... That's what you're
1: going to say. I don't think she Honestly. needs it. I know. <laughs> She's probably doing all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, so, with that being said, like like I said, it's real messy up in here today. So, the next topic is, I, I was on Instagram earlier and ran across a post where this woman was saying she was hiring someone and she asked the person and it was another woman. She asked this woman, what did she think or what salary would she be okay with? And the woman said $85,000. So versus her being like, you know, trying to negotiate with her. Cause I mean, I, I personally have never had to try and negotiate what my pay is. Um, so I don't really know how that goes, but do you guys have any experience with having to negotiate your pay?
1: Um, I feel like for me, like, for, okay, the corporation of Target pays very well. Like they're <laughs> serving wage for someone who just gets carts from outside and brings them in, or someone who like who does what we do and like works in the fashion department, like mm-hmm. they pay well. For me, after I've been working there for a while, I can see how negotiating pay is something that would be necessary. Like if you feel that your value is um, something that they can't just pull off from anyone, Mm -hmm. I think that that's when it should be necessary to say, that's fine, but I feel like I'm worth this amount and be okay just like asking for it. And if they say no, they say no, but like-
0: that's the worst thing they could say is no.
1: Right, but closed mouths don't get fed as Aaliyah taught me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes, closed mouth do not get fed. And so I guess she made this post on social media. And of course, you know, social media always got something to say. But pretty much their thoughts were that as a woman, there's already a wage gap between men and women already. So if you know, and I guess she also mentioned that she could could have offered her $130,000. So pretty much you have the opportunity to show this woman that she's worth way more. You know what I'm saying? And right. you choose not to to try and help her negotiate that. You know, I would say, even if she didn't give her the full 130K, she could have at least said, well, what if I said I could offer you 115? Right. right. You right. know what I'm saying? And then maybe that would have opened up the, the communications for her to be like, well, if they can offer me 115, Right. What if they could do one twenty? You right. know, like so. I feel like you knowingly cheated this woman out of like forty, like forty-five to fifty thousand dollars by just saying, "Well, that's all she wanted."
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I feel like, and because I saw, I saw that
2: post on the shade room mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Um, because my sister, <laughs> my sister stays on Instagram. She was like, "Did you see this?" And I was just like. But when I looked at it and I was just like scrolling through and like reading all of the threads and stuff and people were just like, I get both sides. I get like, some people aren't comfortable negotiating their pay. Like that's just not something that people are comfortable like coming out, especially if it's a job interview. And if like, maybe this is your like first big, big job and you're just like, not gonna
1: there's push not it. always an opening for that either there's yeah. not always like a place for you to be like <laughs> slide in and be like "Can yeah I get
2: 20 bucks right. more like yeah, yeah. It's not always like a, a space for you to do that however mm-hmm. i do feel like since there is a wage gap even though people are just like there's no wage gap there's there a is clear no wage there. gap there might be a there might not be as big of a wage gap in like most occupations but there's absolutely a wage gap in more than half um and people are just like well you know, she should have negotiated or this is that a third, but like you said, she should have also been like, well, what if Right. I told that I could offer you a little bit more? Are you sure? Like you weren't thinking of any other numbers, like just to like pick her brain just a little bit, just yeah. to get her thinking, like, okay, well maybe this is a time for me mm-hmm. to say like, oh, well, can I have this much? Right. right.
1: a big gap between 85 and 130.
2: It, you know, yeah. like that's like a very Especially whenever the max budget was 130. 130. Yeah. yeah. And if you like, you her resume and if her interview like checked out and if she low herself with 85 you could open up that means of conversation and maybe she could explore that a little bit more
1: yeah I think so yeah. like I feel and like I- I'm saying like value mm-hmm.
0: I also think as a woman oh excuse me um I just think in general we have a I think it's important that we try and help each other out You know what I'm saying? And as a woman, like if it was a male who was going for the same position, I'm Mm -hmm. sure he would have said he wanted over $100,000 and she would have been able to play hardball with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like as a woman in this position, I think it is you are obligated to help show this woman what her worth is. And I can definitely And I can definitely get what the people what she was kind of saying, like, you know, or even some other people were saying, like, if this is your first time, like you said, getting this high paying position, you don't want to rock the boat. But mm-hmm. as I said, I think it was her her duty to try and show this woman like you are worth more. Like, don't cheat yourself. And I get her saying, like, you know, she's trying to do what she can do in an eight-hour workday. But that don't mean cheat people out of money. Because if this girl start making this 85 k and then she hears somebody else talk about how much they make, she you she's going to be coming to you looking crazy. Like, why are you making this?
1: I think it's about retraining. Honestly, like, this is, like, history stuff. But mm-hmm. I think it's almost about retraining the woman brain to know how to ask for things. But then also like, for sure, like, y- I think as a community, we need to help each other. Yeah. But I think women are really like, from historically scared to ask for things because we've been consistently told no. Yeah. And I feel like women, like you were saying, like men will play hardball with you mm. because men traditionally get what they ask for, or yeah. at least like someone will talk to them. Or if they don't just do,
2: or if men don't deserve it, they always think they're worth more yes, than what they are. Whereas, and so they're gonna be like, well I really and I'm just like you no, it's really you're really not yeah bad. you know we can do this back and forth. That's fine. Women but, are just
1: taught to sit still yes, and just be okay with whatever
2: is you're given. given. To them, so right. I feel like you're not even
1: thinking to ask for more like every job I've ever had, it would never cross my mind to ask for more money. Like it yeah. was just
0: something I would have ever considered yeah yeah. so for me like I said I haven't had to negotiate what my pay is but I have learned in my profession that I've, I've had to learn the hard way in some instances closed mouth don't get fed and I'll, I'll tell y'all like I tell the people I work with my mama told me one time Rena didn't raise no pump when she told me Rena didn't raise no pump everybody could get it you know, so, <laughs> so with that being said, I, I tell my people all the time, like, if you need help, say you need help. Like, I'm I'm not a mind reader. And right. that's, that's what I, I think that's what the gist of it is. Like, that girl don't know you got one hundred thirty thousand dollars to play with. And if mm-hmm. it's her first high paying position, she might not even know what this position, you know, would traditionally make. So right. it's kind of just like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. But You can't expect this girl to be a mind reader. Like they gonna have a, a X amount of dollars to play with. So we, we can negotiate some things like, and like you said, women aren't traditionally taught to negotiate or ask for what they want. It is primarily like, well, they said they can only offer me X, Y, Z, you know, like I tell all my people I can put this rule in place, but if you find a, a reason why you don't think we should be doing this, let's talk about it. Yeah, right. for sure. Mm-hmm. I think
1: it is that ability to have like a dialogue. And I know for me, it, like in every workplace I've ever been in, it's like that fear of like, can I say that? Like, can I speak up? Like, can I question something that has been told to me is just the rule? Right. Yeah. And I feel like men don't have that problem. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think they'll ever get it either. And I don't mean that to like talk down to men. I just think they just won't ever understand what it's like to just grow up feeling like you have to just accept what's given to you and no. be happy about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. There's, I think there's a problem on both ends. Like you have to, I think we have to train women better to like, or grow up learning how to say, uh, I feel like my value is worth whatever, whether that be monetary or relationship expectations, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're right. Like, it's a community, like we're here to help each other and like, don't take advantage of other people.
2: Yeah. And and I feel like a lot of women and a lot of feminists are always just like, you know, women should, you know, fight for other women and, you know, uplift other women, but then there's situations like this Mm -hmm. and the same women that are just like, you know, you have to support women and all these other things here. You are bashing this woman because you're just like, well, you didn't say this and you didn't open your mouth. You didn't do this, this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, it's also just like, Maybe she doesn't know like what she's worth. Maybe she doesn't know like what potentially could have came like with this job and this salary. But I feel like it's also a woman's duty to make sure that other women are set up for success and to make sure that they're on the right track and that they can get on the path that they want to get on. And it is completely possible. But I feel like other women have to be willing to open that door. And some like the lady that posted that on Twitter of all places. She just obviously does not feel that way. Maybe she just doesn't. Or some people have the mindset: "Well, this wasn't given to me. I had to work for this." Oh, I hate that. Yeah, that's true. You had to work for it, but not everyone is comfortable opening their mouths to do those things. Yeah, Um, yeah. We just move towards.
0: I will say, I'm constantly learning myself that just because I do things a certain way, or I will take the initiative and be like. Well, I know this is going on, so let me do X, Y, Z. I can't anticipate that someone else is going to think like that.
2: So exactly. it's
0: like I myself am constantly having to change up how I interact with other people because everybody don't think the same. And exactly. I think if more of us tried to take that into consideration, I do think that um, educating other people within our communities would work out better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think that was a great word on the street. Like I said, it was messy, but I definitely think some, some information was able to be gained from it as well. So mm-hmm. I would definitely say for anybody listening, take take this tidbit of advice, close mouth do not get fed. Do not think that just because you do things a certain way, somebody else is going to do it the same way. And at the end of the day, I get it. Sometimes we are in competition with others for whatever reason, but it should never stop you from helping somebody because how I do things are different from how you do things. And at the end of the day, this may be a competition. I'm here to help you, but I'm also going to set myself apart from you so that I look better in some shape. And you need to Mm -hmm. be trying to do the same. (laughs) But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into the hot cup of cocoa. So this week's hot cup of cocoa, we back on our relationship tip. I know at the beginning of the year and towards the end of the year, I was like, I'm trying to help y'all get some some mental clarity, getting y'all back, like set some goals, you know what I'm saying? But... We back on this relationship tip and today we are talking about deal breakers so everyone I believe should have some type of deal breaker when Absolutely. it comes to dating it's almost like a part of your standards now sometimes do I think people have unrealistic deal breakers yes I do yeah. but that's that's that person's preference that is something that that person is like I think that is a Red flag to me, I don't want to deal with it. So, you know what are deal breakers to you guys?
1: Do you want to start?
0: Well, my deal
2: breakers are personally in relationships. Yeah. Where are yours? Yeah. Deal breakers to me in relationships. And this is just a personal thing, but I also just yeah, it's a personal thing. But um, number number one to me is just like in general, just like personal awareness of like what's going on. Um, If you have no idea what's going on in this world, if you have no idea what um, things are affecting other people, Mm got to go. Um, Second deal breaker to me is just like awful communication. um, Because for a relationship to be successful or to have the possibility of success, communication has to be like on the forefront. Like as soon as you like Meet a person and you start to talk with the person If the communication is off immediately, more than likely the communication will always be off. I, I get like first date jitters and like whenever you first meet people, you're like a little bit nervous, but I don't think the nerves should carry out for like months and months on end. Yeah, for sure. And a final one for me, and this is just a big one in general, because I care a lot about my personal hygiene. So I also need to make sure you care about yours as well, because... <laughs> You should just always have that in order <laughs> it's just me personally okay. i like smelling good i love feeling good i love looking good and so i just need whoever my partner is to like compliment me well and like all aspects yes. Be That's well-rounded fair. in general yeah some people don't care
1: yeah mine is <laughs> very specific to like me I don't think it's necessarily just to me, but this is like my belief standing. I don't think I could ever fully date someone who was either not like, was just not open to going to therapy. Like they don't have to have gone, but if they are like, that shit doesn't work, like whatever, like, it's just a bunch of like crap. I don't know. Like that mentality is not going to work for me (laughs) or not. I was into the profession. Like to me, I'm like, okay. Uh, Yeah. That just wouldn't (laughs) That that wouldn't work for me. The second is like, I don't really like political things are touchy and you know, that's fine. But to me, like being socially liberal is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. And for right now, I wouldn't even call it socially liberal. I would just call it like, um, human rights. (laughs) So, and we're disguising it under this umbrella of like, Oh, well you're socially liberal. But for me, like a make or break. Like my mom has like a partner. I wouldn't want to bring someone home to like meet my mom and her partner Mm -hmm. if they weren't like accepting of that. Or like, oh, your mom's with a woman. That's weird. You know, they don't have to (laughs) necessarily come out and be like, I hate gay people. But like, you can just get a vibe if they're like uncomfortable by that. I think that would be a big deal breaker for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Big one. Okay. So my, like my number one, Uh, deal breakers like arrogance I think I know more than you do and I'm all about being with someone who can teach me things but I don't like to be made feel like what you think is inferior to what I think
1: yeah Um,
0: recently my mom she had sent me a picture of this guy that she knew and she was like oh do you remember this person and I'm like yeah he wrote me the wrong way and she's (laughs) like well, you rub people the wrong way too, you know. Whatever. <laughs> and I said, well, what, what, what you trying to get at? She's like, well, he just told me he moved to Miami. He has this um, fitness business that he that's going really well for him, you know. Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's good for him, you know. She was like, well, I, I just thought you would want to know. She was like, I, I remember when you guys met. You never said anything to me you know, about him, and so this was, I met him way before I started this podcast, or, you know, even thinking about stepping in, stepping into the entrepreneurial realm, and of course, he's an entrepreneur, or whatever, and, you know, I'm in the profession I'm in, so I'm kind of just like, you know, I'm set, I'm gonna do these 20 years, retire, I'm gonna get this check, and we are gonna see what happens, Man, and like, right. well, you need to be trying to look into, you don't want to be an entrepreneur. And I'm like, I'm not there right now. <laughs> you know, like really trying to like force me to be like, yeah, like I want to be an entrepreneur. And I'm like, that's not me. Like, that's just not my thing. Yeah, and right. so it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I'm like, how can I want to even date this person and, he thinks like what I do is not important or because I'm not doing what he's doing that I don't have it's any ambition, right. yeah. you know? And I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing is I hate someone who is um, like all cap, you know, like they like to say, oh, I got this, I got that. And then when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. you don't got nothing. People lie so bad. People lie so bad. Like, yeah, you got these uh Louis boots on or Louis shoes or whatever, but you're still renting, you know, And and it's nothing wrong with that. I see nothing wrong with that, but it makes me think that if you can afford to buy those type of luxuries, then you should be wanting to put that money towards property yeah. or you know something, something that is that, that you have to show for like later on down the
2: line like yeah. building or something, responsible or something. <laughs> yeah
0: yes, <laughs> yes. so th- those are like two of the things that like really stand yeah. out to me like initially and make me mm-hmm. just be like yeah no I'm good on you you know yeah. so you
1: can't- Arrogance. Arrogance is like in your, in your face. face. The second you meet someone, whether whoever it is, like whether it's romantic or not, like I always pick up on that and I'm like, oh.
2: And once again, arrogance and confidence are two completely Dude, different yeah. things.
1: I think arrogance is a disguise for insecurity. Yes. That's always how I feel. So whenever someone's super arrogant to me, it's not like I'm like, oh, like you think, but it's <laughs> like, I feel like an empathy. Cause I'm like, oh, I know that you are struggling because you would not be trying to make me feel like
2: I'm it's two feet
1: all. tall. <laughs> yeah. Not all, but they wouldn't be trying to make me feel like I'm itty bitty if they felt like they were as big as they're pretending to be. Right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like- that's not in our human nature. So if you're doing that, there's a reason why.
0: For sure. I wholeheartedly agree with that. So when you're dating someone, like, okay, say in the beginning, like everything is going good. You, you are physically attracted to this person. They have good conversation. Um, is that something that you bring up to the person about what your deal breakers are? Or is that something you kind of just be like internally? I know these my deal breakers. And if they display this, these behaviors, then I'm out. I mean,
2: so you can go first. <laughs> Jessica always has a story or something. So I will just get this out. But me personally, like whenever I'm getting to know someone on a deeper level, other than like, hey, how's your day? And what are you eating for dinner? Yeah. Um, Deal breakers are usually like one of the first topics of conversation I like to bring up either like deal breakers or like pet peeves or like what are your turn offs, what do you, what do you look for in a partner, what do you not look for in a partner, where do you see yourself in a couple of years and who you're with and like just like your future in general. Um, but deal breakers and red flags. Cause that whole thing was happening on Instagram and Twitter for a minute. Yes. Um, all of those things, it's something that I like to bring up, like in the beginning and make it very matter of fact that way you can never tell me you didn't you know. It, like yeah. I'm telling you this from the jump. Like, this is what I, this is what I stand for. This is what I don't stand for. I, the way my mom raised me, I know my worth. I know what I am worth um and I know what I will and will not put up with from somebody else right. and i let that be known immediately before any, <laughs> before anything takes off before anybody's feelings gets involved you know how I feel you can voice to me how you feel because I would love that reciprocation mm-hmm. but you know, so you can't say that you didn't mm-hmm. I am like the
1: oh um, I like
2: I like Jessica and I are opposites when it comes to literally exactly. everything which is nice to have <laughs> I think so the we always have two are different the morals are there yeah. but I just feel like I'm very like yeah I'm and, and I do and it I just more to like she's more I wouldn't say more personable but I feel like you're able to like say things a little nicer and if I've just gotten to a point where I'm just like okay yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I just
1: can't well <laughs> when I went on my first date with my current boyfriend I would ask him questions during the <laughs> that were very much weighted but I would say them in a way that seemed very conversational. Yeah. So I, think I asked him, we were driving, I don't remember what the topic was, but it was a good time for me to slide this one in. And I was like, so what do you think about the LGBTQ plus community? Like, just like very, like, just, you know, like, what a do great you think? <laughs> You know? And he was like, oh yeah, like, I think it's great. Like, it doesn't affect me. Like, I don't care what people do with their life. And I'm like okay. And I'm like in the back of my head, like, check. And, <laughs> and then I would say something and we had started like kind of talking. So, and I had told him like what I wanted to do with my life. Cause I've always wanted to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh yeah. Like I think that's great. Like I'd be super open to therapy. And I was like, check. And, <laughs> I would just ask these little questions and make it seem like very conversational, like very casual. And then I think once we started dating or not even like seriously, seriously dating, but going on dates, I would start to say things like you were saying, like, these are things that are important to me. These Mm -hmm. are things I'm not willing to compromise on. I think that was maybe more of it. Mm -hmm. Like I would slide in the questions about the deal breakers and then talk about these are the things I will never compromise on. And yeah. that was for me easier in order to like then ask him, okay, so what are you never gonna be able to compromise on? Yeah. like things that are just a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And from there, I think we were able to figure out if we could meet in the middle or if there were things about us that were just a not a little
2: too just different. too
1: different. And it's not like it was it was gonna be a his fault or a my fault. It was just are we a are we compatible? Uh, yes, like, compatible, you know? And I think so I think I was sneaky and then I was direct.
0: So <laughs> So I think for me, um, as as I've gotten older, I think I've tried to be better at voicing what it is that, you know, I like and dislike. And as I've been navigating this dating situation thing, um, you know, I've definitely ghosted some people before if they, deal breakers was, yeah, okay, I'm done with you. like. I, <laughs> And then my current boyfriend, like things, things are going really well. Um, And I find myself more so asking the questions just like as things come up in everyday life. And it's just like, okay, maybe I should ask about this. You know, recently I asked him, I said um, if I wanted to go on a girl's trip, real basic question. But, you know, if I wanted to go on a girl's trip you know how would you feel about that? And he was like, that's fine. Cause if I want to go somewhere with my guys, like yeah. you need to be okay with that. Cause that's happening. Yeah. I like, like okay, well, as long as you feel like this is a this is interchangeable, like mm-hmm. it it goes both ways, then okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. the reason I asked that question was because I knew somebody was like um they wouldn't go on a, a all girls trip if their guy didn't approve of it. Oh. And for me, I'm like, oh, that's a, a, uh, for me, because the majority, like all of my trips I have been on have been with my friends. I've never been on a trip with the man. So yeah. for me to jump into a relationship and then be like, well, my man don't want me to take a trip, which, yeah. you know, like I can only go on a trip with him. Like, That, to me, that would be changing who I am. Um, And so for me, that would be a deal breaker. Like, apparently there's some type of insecurity there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and it's not something I'm willing to waver on because I've been in situations before where insecurities have been the reasons why we have broken up. And so I'm just like, I will forever be in that space. Like if you, if these deal breakers you know, if you come up, we come across a deal breaker and you're not willing to bend doing it, then yeah, we might as well not be.
1: Right. I feel like it's almost like you're non-negotiables too, right? Yeah. Like things like, cause I'm the same way. Like you were talking about that. And it made me think of another one. Like I am someone who's been friends. Like I'm friends with everyone. Like, I don't care if you're a girl. I don't care if you're a guy. I don't care who, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I'll be friends with you. And so I feel like if I had a boyfriend, like what you were saying, like, and he was like, well, you know, like, I don't really think that you should be friends with other guys. I'd be like, why because i always think (laughs) about you because i'm like Aliyah's girlfriend would never tell her not to be friends with other girls
2: some do like that's crazy to me i've been with someone i've been with someone and she literally was just like well i don't like this person or i think this person this is that and the third and ever since like my most recent girlfriend we i i never had like we never had issues where it was like, oh, well, you can't hang out with this person. And we were long distance and you can't hang out with that person. Or I don't like when you, this person, I think this person might like you. It's never that deep. And if you yes. feel like it is going to be that deep, maybe you just shouldn't be with me because I'm not going to stop being friends with people. Right. I'm not going to stop communicating with people to make you feel comfortable because right. of your insecurities and because insecurities, I'm comfortable. <laughs> insecurities are valid. You're very valid, but it's the way some people just project their insecurities so viciously Mm. and they, a lot of people really just have to work on it.
1: Well, it becomes an accusation and it becomes like aggressive where instead it's like, Hey, like, like if my boyfriend came to me and he was like, Hey, like you have this guy friend. And I noticed when you guys are around each other, like it does, it does something doesn't feel right. Like Mm -hmm. coming from him, I would be like, okay, like, let's talk about it. Like explain to me moments where you felt this way, Yeah, you know, like I, Like it's the way that you, just everybody has insecurities, you know, and whether that be, it could be anything. Like it could be about who makes more money, you know, like (laughs) it could be anything. and So I feel like it's the way that you address them that determines how, um, your character in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Cause I've, I've been in relationships where I have given someone a reason to be insecure and then I've been in relationships where I haven't done that. But somehow that insecurity kept popping up and I'm like, okay, it's not me, it's you yeah. because why are you projecting your feelings onto me? Like, if I said I'm with you, I'm with you. If you give me reason at this point in my life, if you give me reason not to be with you or feel like I want to be with somebody else, I'ma just break up with you because
2: I don't have time for all the other stuff. The back, <laughs> back and forth, I just feel too much. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, and that that's not to make you feel no type of way, it's just this is where I'm at, you know, you're not providing me what I want. So somebody else is going to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're who I want to be with, you need to be secure. And you're the person I'm with, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I definitely think a lot of like issues in relationships come from someone's insecurities.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. And, And sometimes the other party could have done nothing to provoke it. It's maybe something that happened in that person's past or, you know, that that has made them be that way. But it's just, I think that's why it's important not to jump into other relationships right after you get out of one, because did you really heal from what happened? Yeah. You know, like, do you know why y'all broke up? Have you dealt with why y'all broke up? you know, and I think it's important. to, go to therapy. Therapy. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And right. so I think it's important to go to therapy, especially after a breakup, because to help you deal with whatever that happened in that relationship, because there are some emotional tears that have happened, you know,
1: yeah. Well, the thing is about like a breakup, especially like long-term, like I don't want to belittle short relationships, but if we're talking about something that was like pretty serious, mm-hmm. the thing about it is it triggers the same stuff in your brain that losing a loved one would, right? Like yes. you are literally being ripped apart from someone and it's not worse, but it's almost like there's an extra sting because they're still on earth actually doing fine, you know? And that adds a layer, like that adds a little bit to the grief. Cause you're like, Oh, like, you wanted this. Like, right. Now you're out there doing other things. Yeah. So, like you're processing grief. And then you're also processing all this other shit because you have to take what happened and be like, okay, what good things, positive lessons can I take?
0: Mm-hmm. And where did
1: I go wrong? Because you went wrong somewhere. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody's Everybody
0: jealous at some point.
1: <laughs> there's something you can take from that and be like, you know what? In my next relationship, I'm not going to be as jealous. I'm not going to be as insecure. Yeah. You know, instead of it being, did this to me. So I'm never going to trust another woman again. And I'm like, why?
0: <laughs> That's so <laughs> drastic. Like, never yeah, do that. It's like,
1: hold together. It's okay. We'll move on.
0: <laughs> yeah. I definitely think like you definitely brought up some valid points that go along with those emotional things that happen to you in a breakup. Um, and even if it's short-term, long-term, and sometimes those short-term breakups, is not necessarily this specific breakup but maybe there have been a few short breakups and it's just like well what is it why can't I have a long-term relationship and then I think that's something that needs to be explored Mm -hmm. yeah so we kind of talked about what our deal breakers were what are some deal breakers that you've heard other people say or maybe some unrealistic deal breakers (laughs)
2: one that I talked about because I had a friend that did this and everyone has pet peeves and like everyone has things that they don't like. And she just simply doesn't like when people like chew with their mouth open. And she quite literally broke up with her boyfriend because of the way that he eats his food. And I'm just like, girl, that's a bit much. Yeah. Um, let, it, that's a, let him enjoy his food. I think that's one, that was one of the first things that I thought of whenever I was like unrealistic deal breakers. <laughs> this, like yeah. this is one that's a little bit unrealistic to me personally
1: I think one that we agree is the body count thing right
2: yeah I feel like body counts to a degree are unrealistic especially whenever guys who have like extremely high body counts and they end up dating a girl whose body count is like
1: average or what even is average? What is average? Yeah. You know, like
2: body count in general. I just think like the idea of like body counts, I think as long as you are just like, as long as your sexual health is, yes is in order and everything is good to go. You don't have any problems. I won't have any problems. We're good. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many people you have slept with. As long as you are not putting me in harm's way with your terrible, like your poor sex decisions, Mm -hmm. that is fine. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I just don't as long as you are all checked out. I don't care how many people you slept with. So I think that's a little bit unrealistic whenever people are just like, you slept with 10 people.
1: The window for women is like tiny and (laughs) it doesn't take a lot for a man to think that you sleep around.
2: But don't be unexperienced. But also don't sleep with everybody. Right.
1: There's no correct number. (laughs) No, there isn't. From guys I've heard, because I like to ask these questions too. I'll be like, so what is the ideal number? Like, just because for research purposes, I'm like, I've heard things like zero. I've heard things like, I don't know, like three. But let me tell you, it's never been above five. Never. Never been above five. Like, and I'm like, what what do you mean? Like, I don't know. To me, it drives me nuts because I'm like, how are you going to go out every Friday night and do whatever it is that you want to do? But because I'm a woman, I have rules. Yeah biggest double standard in my opinion that exists in society today yeah, is the, is the body count
0: double standard. and i also think that question per se is for somebody brand new to college high school i feel like as an adult why is that even a topic of conversation why yes important? why yeah.
1: are people asking that still like leave it alone it's none of your business but still so many people feel like they're entitled to know that information
0: I mean, and then well,
2: break up with you if they deem your body count too high
0: yeah, I'm just like what what I was before you ain't none of your business. Exactly. Where, where I am right now is what you need to be worried about. <laughs> this is what you are going to get the person in the past? That is the girl in the past. She is yeah. long gone. More than likely, yeah. In the past is irrelevant to me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't even have to tell your best friend. Like, and I think that's the craziest thing is I've talked to some people and they're like a deal breaker for me is if I asked my partner at their body count and they wouldn't tell me. And to me, like, I like. I don't know, I feel like younger me would have been like, yeah, that's necessary. But I agree, like you kind of grow up and you're like- That doesn't matter. Like who I was six months ago before you, who I was two days before we started dating is really none of your concern in exactly. my opinion. But that's just me. I think that's an unrealistic one though to judge somebody based on how many people they've slept with. Yes. Yeah.
0: So if someone, now to me, drugs drugs is a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like, if you smoke weed, nah, whatever. Everybody does that, you know. But if you doing pills, doing a little book of sugar, <laughs> you know, then I might have to be like, yes, I know some me dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> absolute no. All right, things over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, not nothing regular. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. that's
1: one for me too. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to deal with that, I don't think. I mean, it's like, I think it's almost like the same concept where it's like, if you have, that's none of my business, but mm-hmm. if it's not, that's going to affect the way that we are dating, then it's right. my business. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's not something I would be able to put up with either.
0: So. Yeah. So what's some other things? I know y'all said y'all were asking y'all friends. What are what are some other things that y'all heard? <laughs> i've heard like the way that
1: someone spends their money materialistically that's something one of my friends said like if they're kind of like if they like to spend money on like lavish things like we were just like the louis vuitton boots but, but they're not necessarily <laughs> doing it irresponsibly they just care about
2: material like yeah. caring
1: about that i feel like is isn't they were, saying were unrealistic and i can see that because i feel like everybody likes nice things mm-hmm. so i feel like it's not fair to call someone
0: materialistic
1: because they like nice things
0: yeah yeah now I don't see nothing wrong with having nice things I feel like I have nice things and you know I did that for myself do I anticipate whoever I'm with to uphold that same standard I do so Mm -hmm. but I I, I, I also would not want somebody feeling like they had to break the bank to do that for me yeah yep. for sure and like and literally
2: from one of her friends saying like the materialistic thing her other uh jessica's other roommate was just like um but then what about financial stability and for some people that is that is a deal breaker i don't think it's unrealistic but i do think it's unrealistic for people to think oh this person has money so they have to break bank like mm-hmm. no they don't they yeah, don't have to no. do
0: that that's not a requirement yeah. they haven't like, got money because they're not breaking the bank they're being yeah crazy. yeah because smart with their money some like, people
1: want to go buy like um and i or like go live on an island when they retire like they're gonna need some means to do that exactly. you know some people just i think save money for like a rainy day yes. years <laughs> and not so much like going clubbing in miami every weekend or like yes. whatever you know so i feel like that's unrealistic
0: as well yeah I, I think that's unrealistic but i do think finances is definitely something that should be talked about um mm-hmm. just because you don't want to because when you do marry someone their debt becomes because your, your debt. debt you know so it's kind of just like I don't want to be with someone that has all this debt racked up and now I'm sitting here trying to help you through your shit or you know whatever but if, if this is somebody out at this point you love this person so of course you're going to do what you have to do to help your spouse but I don't think anybody should be put in that position to feel like they have to save somebody.
1: Yeah, money's touchy. Money's hard to talk about, especially like if you're not necessarily where you want to be in your career. Uh, Like for me, obviously I'm in college. So like when I talk to people and my long-term boyfriend, like I knew when I met him, he wanted to be a lawyer. You know, that's something that I kind of like knew about his aspirations, but I feel like it would raise more red flags for me if like there was a lot of debt and there was no, talk about like how that was going to be rectified. You know, if that was something that I was going to have to like pick up like yeah. put the bill
2: for. Like I'm not trying to pay
0: for your debt and, and my student loans. <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. Uh what about sex? So for me, <laughs> we also talked about this. We also talked about this. We did. Yeah, we did. For me, I mean sex gotta be a one if your sex game is bad I ain't got time to be teaching like yeah, no like, I'm grown for that like, I'll probably give you two or three times and if I don't see any progress no improvements <laughs> and I'm no improvement, it's enough
2: give yeah a spreadsheet
1: these are things you could improve on
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I'm gonna go well you should work on these things yeah <laughs> that's important i feel like i feel like sex can be a deal breaker Mm -hmm. um but of course like everyone views sex a little bit differently in relationships like some people hold sex on like a very high pedestal i still i don't i don't think i hold sex on a super high pedestal but i feel like if i share a connection with you and if i and if we go to that length to be intimate with one another it better be significant
1: but it's important because certain people have have things that they prefer and mm-hmm. those things might make you very uncomfortable. You know, yeah. like there are people who have very, yes, yes very specific <laughs> activities and <laughs> you may feel that that's not going to work for you. Yes, yeah. so, yeah. You should have to need to be like
2: blacked out to like, be able to do what need to they need to I do know you know. Someone and she literally has never been sober whenever she has sex to ever me, that's a deal breaker <laughs> like, ever <laughs> she's been, I'm just like why have you just and she's like I don't know I can't I'm just like yeah yeah you should <laughs> you should not
1: do that that's something you should probably know about someone if there's anything specific like yeah. if they're a feet person for example if anyone comes near my feet I will cry so <laughs> that would not work for me
2: like that's a conversation we need to go ahead and to have. have yeah but <laughs> so, then it's like how do you because then some people, I feel like some people are kind of prudish whenever it comes to like talking about sex in relationships because it happens. Like mm-hmm. you're human; mm-hmm. it's just what happens. It's natural. it's natural, right? But then some people are just like, "Oh, well, I don't think you should bring it up." But I think it should be a conversation that is brought up. Maybe not immediately, but yeah. it is definitely a conversation that like should be had just to make sure that you know everyone's on the same wavelength, and if not there are some things in relationships that it's okay to compromise a little bit because you don't want to make your partner uncomfortable. Right. right. You don't want to like put them in a catchy situation, but also you shouldn't have to not enjoy things that you like because your partner's just like, no. Exactly. Right. no.
0: There has to be like- An in-between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think like there are like people's kinks and things um, definitely can be a deal breaker for some. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, if somebody got near your feet, it would be like, yeah, it's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, if somebody was like, I was into BDSM, I would kind of be like, yeah, that's a no. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know sometimes pain is pleasure, but the type yeah. of pain you're talking about is mm-hmm. not the type of pain I'm trying to endure. It'll exactly. sound like you're trying to abuse me. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not here for it. I'm not. No, I'm just not. So that, that would be something I would have to be like, no.
1: Yeah, but I, it's it's very, it's a weird conversation for me. I always feel like, and this is the other thing about relationships. I feel like you're constantly having to ask these questions. Like I think yes, especially in the beginning, but my boyfriend and I've been together for two and a half years. And I don't think there was ever a point in that relationship so far where I was like, Oh, I I know everything. You know, I feel like we're always learning about each other Mm -hmm. and And always changing. Yeah. And he might see something and be like, Oh, like that would be cool. (laughs) Or like, (laughs) that's not just about this, topic, but anything, you know, it could be anything like a date or a communication style. Like, I don't know. And it's important to always ask those questions. I think it's uncomfortable in the beginning, obviously, but. I don't think we should, we talk about this all the time in our podcast, asking uncomfortable questions is how you build better relationships. Like yeah. it just
2: like, that's me and Jess, we have uncomfortable conversations all the time. Frequently. Like Jessica will ask me things and she's just like very open. She's just like, well, can you tell me more about this? Or like, how do you feel about this? And it's just like a very open dialogue and uncomfortable conversations. I feel like are necessary in like Everything. friendships, relationships, platonic, or like romantic. I just feel like tough
1: conversations need to be
2: had well I want to <laughs> <and laughs> learn and sex is like a tough conversation for some people yeah because I yeah. know
0: my friend she just started a new relationship and I'm like so do y'all and she's like damn nosy and I'm like I'm just trying to know you know I don't Understand? that's all. Right. Sort of A good resource for that too because you can ask your friends like
1: does this happen like is this normal I remember going yeah. to my mom like I was a senior <laughs> in high school mom, is this normal? And I remember her looking at me and be like, (laughs) no. Thanks, Denise. I'm like 16. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's not normal. I just, everyone needs to get comfortable with the uncomfortable because A, you're going to save yourself a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And B, it's a lot safer. Like, Just to be upfront. You don't want to end up in an unsafe situation, especially with this, like a significant other or a potential significant other. Because you dive into things and then you find yourself in a situation you can't get out of. Um, And then, you know, You don't want. No one wants to think about things going that way, but it does happen. It happens. Mm -hmm. So it's always important to just be upfront, like which we've said this entire episode, like everything we've talked about. The answer is be upfront, be transparent. Yeah,
0: yeah. I definitely think transparency is key throughout the entire entirety of your relationship, whether it's in the beginning, in the middle, towards the end. Like just be open and honest. Like even like you said, even if it is a hard conversation you still need to have it because you leave. I think leaving things up to someone else's interpretation is mm-hmm. not a good thing because you never know how someone is going to take that. Everybody interprets like what you say very differently. Yeah. 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 So I think just mm-hmm. being open and honest in those hard conversations is definitely important. And mm-hmm. even if that mean, like you've come across a deal breaker and you feel like, like, you have to tell that person, like, this is a deal breaker for me. And you have to be okay with that person either being like, this is something that I can't change and being okay with having to step away. Because I, one thing I want to say, I don't feel like anybody should feel like they are sacrificing who they are to be in any relationship. Because there is someone out there that you're not going to be the same person. You may have some similarities or some some common likes or dislikes, but there's always someone that's into something that you're into that might have been a deal breaker for someone else. Yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Or okay with that, mm-hmm. you know?
1: It's like the self-awareness of knowing what is you and what is able to be compromised, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of lines get crossed is people think some parts of who they are, they mm-hmm. can sacrifice and that's when you end up unhappy. Or there are people who believe that some bad habits they have are part of who they are. And yeah. then the other person
0: ends up unhappy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so
1: I think it's finding that balance of like, what is me and mm-hmm.
0: what is willing to be compromised and yeah. worked on? Because i trust anybody. I am very like, when I'm out and about, I'm very sociable. I can get along with most people. But when I am at home, I am typically very withdrawn. Like people will call me and say, are you still alive? Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> but... If I were to be in, the thing is, I like having the option of being sociable mm-hmm. or not being sociable. So if I was to be with someone who said, I don't want you going to see your friends all the time, or I don't want you to go take a trip with your friends, like I would feel like that would be compromising or not even compromising, that would be sacrificing my happiness because yes. traveling is what make me happy. And I don't feel like every experience, as far as traveling goes, needs to be experienced with the person I'm in a relationship with. Sometimes that experience is for the turnip. And (laughs) sometimes that experience is for the romance. But it's it's a balance. And people have to figure out what those balances are to make their situations work versus sacrificing that they want and who they are. For sure. Definitely. And especially when it comes to sex, I don't think nobody should be deprived for something sexual needs for another, another
2: person.
0: Yeah. Because well, that's how you end up cheating.
2: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Like if you're uncomfortable, like <laughs> I hope no one listening is like having this experience. If you're uncomfortable with something, don't do it. Like that's bottom line. Like don't do yeah. things you're not comfortable with. And I think a lot of women and men probably struggle with this more than people talk about. Yes. There are things that goes on that they're uncomfortable with and no one says anything about it. I think the whole conversation should be talked about more publicly anyway. I mean, it's, we're not talking about anything crazy. Like no. it's sex. Like it, to me, it just isn't as big of a deal. And I think we'd save a lot of people
0: a lot of heartache yeah. if we just talked yeah. about it. Yeah, I definitely, like, I've I've never been in a situation where I've been sexually assaulted or anything like that. But I definitely feel like someone at any point it because it's a lot of gray areas when it comes to sex but mm-hmm. at any point during the encounter if someone says like hey I don't want to do this anymore there's no longer consent you right. know um you could be in it and that person say I don't want to do it no more and you gone. Know, you know what I'm saying so it's it's definitely conversations need to be had And when people say no, like, accept that. Because one of the things I'm just finding so hard to understand these days is how a lot of these celebrities have these sex, these rape cases going on. And it's just like, but why? You can get anybody you want. In Literally, this, like you world. could be in the midst of it, and the girl say, "I don't want to do this no more." You can kick her out, and be five minutes later have another girl. So I don't understand why Literally. this is a
2: thing. It's scary. It's a power dynamic, um, <laughs> and I think that's just so. It's just such a dangerous thing, and especially like whenever you get in relationships with new people, or like whenever my friends meet people. And you know, some people are fine with just having like one night stands and things like that. I personally cannot do that. Um, And that's just just how I am. Um, But whenever you, you just have to make sure you know who you're with. And I feel like you can never fully know uh, who you are with. But I think whenever you're getting to know a person and if certain red flags come up or like random conversations come up, like I have conversations with my friends all the time. And if I'm talking to someone, sometimes I like to literally ask them the question to see what their opinions are on it, especially depending on like what the question is or what the, the conversation is. I feel like it can be a really great conversation starter. It can go really good or it can go really bad. Um, it's really up to them, but I feel like whatever you, have those uncomfortable conversations. So whenever you take that time to get to know a person who they really are, it can save you a lot of turmoil like, in the future. You, that you just have to get to know a person. I think some people are so quick to be like, oh, they are so fine. I'm like, yeah, probably. But yeah, <laughs> there are stop. so many other fine people in this yeah, world. Never
1: stop asking questions. No matter where you are, when you are, how long you've been, like never stop asking questions because
0: people and change. And especially when it comes to sex as well, I think as couples mature and end up, um, you know, just being together for a long time and sex becomes mundane and they want to introduce new things, definitely talk about it first. Just don't spring Mm -hmm. that shit on them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that's
2: nothing to spring.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, because I mean, that does happen. Like it is important, like, I don't know i think there is a giant i think the biggest problem and this probably even goes to like mental health everything the biggest problem i think is that i heard a quote the other day and it said um the biggest problem in communication is when people think it's already taken place and i feel like that speaks volumes in terms of like people assume they're communicating things but the other person's like we never you know we never had that conversation you know and i think that's where people end up in a lot of problems is assuming that conversations have already taken place when they just to the other person just simply haven't.
2: Or you think the person that you're with is just so chill and so lax that if you did this one thing, you don't think it would be that big of a deal, but you don't know that,
0: right? <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: boundaries, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I think. Because I know if somebody sprang some shit on me, I'm gonna be like, Nah, bruh, it's over. <laughs> you <laughs> have got to go done for today. We done for today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> Let's talk about this foolishness you just tried. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i appreciate y'all for coming on the show this week i know the schedules weren't aligning but we finally worked it out and i'm super super happy that you guys got an opportunity to come on the show and definitely would love to have y'all again so you know you. yeah oh, for sure um and then if y'all just want to let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media listen to your podcast. So you can follow us on social media at, at unlicensed podcast.
2: Um, also linked in our bios or our own personal Instagram. So if you want to give us a follow as well, you totally can. If not, just follow the pod, because that is what Jessica and I are super passionate about. Um, and then you can find us on Anchor and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and Apple podcasts underneath unlicensed podcasts
0: as well. Okay. Do y'all have any final words that y'all would like to say or um I think today was a heavy day
1: for Um, some people in my life. And I just want to say to anyone who needs to hear this right now, that you are very much loved and that your fight is worth fighting. Absolutely. And um, never forget that you're not alone and somebody else
2: is looking for love too. So
1: everyone love each other in case someone really needs it. Yeah.
2: Be kind to one another. Just be kind to people. You don't know what people are going through. So I just yep. feel like it's just super important for people to be more aware about the things that they say to people and how they treat others. Um, go, to yeah. 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 go to therapy. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Talk to somebody. Yeah. yeah. It
0: doesn't yes. make you sure. feel Yeah. Yes. Y'all were awesome. I appreciate y'all again for coming on. Um, I appreciate the Kiki crew for tuning in every week, following me. And I know I didn't have an episode last week, but, you know, I had to go family emergency so that's why I didn't have a show last week but I definitely think that you know have these conversations whether they are hard be okay with maybe this is the end of the relationship you know don't ever feel like you have to stay in a relationship just because y'all been together for so long or you just really want to be in a relationship because honestly I will say there have been many times where I have been very single and many times where I've been in relationships, but I will tell you, sometimes I got out of a relationship and felt like weight had been lifted off of my shoulders. And I really got an opportunity, especially the last few years, just enjoying being single and being happy in that space and to now be in a relationship and still be happy to just be in this space of getting to know somebody and learning about them versus feeling like I'm trying to beat the clock or listen to what other people have to say about why our relationship isn't progressing or whatever the case may be. I am where I am and I am happy in this space. And I think it's important that everyone else find happiness in the space that they are in. And if that situation no longer serves you, be okay with being like, I don't want to do this anymore and have that hard conversation. For sure. So thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all can follow me on social media, all platforms at Kiki with Coco podcast or kiki and Coco, and then my website is kiki and wakoko podcast.com and then you'll find the link to all the episodes in my bio or on the home page of my website so that's it so until next time bye